2: How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash bsv. How much time till we're on? on Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight.
0: This is Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia, the Kia EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Uh, hello. Uh, welcome
1: to Sports Day for a Tuesday night. Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews here. Badge. He and I have tag teamed at, uh, at Dempensar Airport. Dempensar? Yeah, there it is.
3: Uh, hello, Sats. How what are you? What about you getting a Stinger mate up with just Sats and Jace? That's not you right. are so no. up yourself.
1: That is not what I
3: wanted. Like Joel and Fletch don't do that. Our colleagues, they go Joel and Fletch. Oh, but you know Joel's away at the moment, so the missiles here, James Magnuson. But you got your own stinger made up for yourself. Correct me if I'm right. <laughs> here he goes. He's pushing the buttons already. I've got to say, and I'll get some confirmation here by Jack also, and via the listener zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. That while you're away the last three yes. weeks, yes. This show was seamless mm-hmm. and Maddie, our intern panel operator, I've got to say, outstanding. Really? See all these cards I'm showing you here where we're holding up all the different things you had to push, like which says, like, Wayne on Wayne. Hello? Yeah, I don't what? know
0: that. Mate, he put your even... hand up. Did... <laughs> I don't need a
3: wave. <laughs> put your hand up, mate, when you're going to push the <laughs> He button. didn't need the cards after about six or seven days. Oh, that's good. I mm. run my
1: own show, as you can tell here at Sports Day. Anyway, how are you, Sats? What about that for a grand final?
3: It was a great grand final if you're a Penrith fan, which I am, and it, they were so dominant. Um, yeah, TV numbers were down with the AFL and the NRL, which is ex- I suppose that's suppose expected when you got two blowout scores. Oh, but no one gave a stuff
1: about Penrith and Parramatta north of the border. I was at, I was at a barbecue on Sunday night for mm. the game, and they're all Queenslanders. Um... And they just – mate, they didn't care who won that game. They didn't – They just wanted to see them each beat the crap out of each other <laughs> so more Queenslanders could get into the Australian team.
3: Now, I've got to say, well done to Penrith again. So dominant. Last three years regular season, they've been amazing. The last two premierships um, have been really special. And the way that they disposed of Parramatta – and this is the first time we've been able to talk to, talk about it on our show because we didn't have a show last night. It's, it, was, um, it was exceptional. It was exceptional the way that they yep. – They basically just picked apart a side that has been a little bit of a nemesis to them. They have had them, given them the opportunity to look over their shoulder a little bit, Parramatta, Mm. under whatever circumstances, but they taught Parramatta how to play a grand final.
1: Mm. Yeah. Oh, it was outstanding. Hey, listen, Uh, hello to our listeners too, by the way, through the SEN uh, network, the Super Radio Network. Uh, On SEN, 1620 Gold Coast, uh, 1170 SEN in Sydney, SENQ, 693 in Brisbane and, of course, SCN 1323 in Canberra. You might be listening via the SCN app as well or you're listening to the podcast. Boy, it's a great show. Stick around to the end when we do an EPL
3: update with Jack. That'll oh, be great. He's telling us oh, off air what he was going to talk about. I've, I've got to say, it's some of the worst radio I've ever heard. Oh, We do a
1: pretty good job at that ourselves yeah. too. 0457 736 736. If you want to get involved in the show, uh, tonight. We'd love to hear from you. What are your thoughts on the grand final? Uh, and, and, and we're going to talk about the Australian selections as well. There's some, there's some good discussion around the team picked for Australia and who should start and all that sort of stuff. Uh, or you can call us 1300 01 three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Has the Pester been
3: calling over the last three weeks? Glenn? Yeah. He has. He didn't get on on I think it was Thursday night. He was a little bit perturbed at, at our Jack. Jack yeah. the producer. Jack the if producer. If you're a first-time listener
1: to the show. It's yeah. not our,
3: we don't have a child called Jack. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do. But, um, oh, you he, do too? Yeah, he was a little bit upset at Jack, but we, we just we just didn't have time, unfortunately. Um, Who's been
1: the biggest pain in the backside, and who do I need to sort out tonight on the show of our listeners?
3: No, no listeners. They've been outstanding. They have not. They have. They have They're not. outstanding. Hey, listen, by the way,
1: he doesn't know this, mm. but we've mic'd up uh, Badger's resort room.
3: Oh, well, on he's holidays. on holidays,
1: yeah. Actually, let's tune in now. Because he's a
3: tiger. <laughs> What's he talking about? It's usually, It's usually about numbers. Oh, right. It's usually numbers. Yeah. Like, Carlene, at what exact time are we going to be going to breakfast? Because he's a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense, does it?
1: It doesn't... Hey, what's this new Fun Fact Thursday segment? I wonder, Not Thursday. It? Fun Fact Thursday. Yeah, I see This is that. horrible. Don't play it. <laughs> it's so bad.
2: It's Fun Fact Thursday. Fun Fact Thursday. Are you serious? It's fun Fact Thursday.
0: Who made this? How much fun can you have on
1: a Thursday? So much fun on a Thursday.
0: Fun Fact Badge for- and Jack.
1: Jack, <laughs> get in here. <laughs> what is that rubbish? Get in here. Was that Badge doing voices, was it? It was. He was doing gear.
2: Badge was having the best time ever, and Sats was over there. was all bag up for the idea, and as soon as he got in, he welched. (laughs) He absolutely folded like a lawn chair.
3: That's horrible. Yeah, can you see why? Exactly why I did.
2: What's FFF1? What's that? It's different Fun Fact Thursday stings. It's Fun
3: Fact Thursday. (laughs) That's Gary Belcher. (laughs) You never thought Badger would be doing gear like
1: that, would you? What's he trying to be? (laughs) I don't know. fun voice. What's triple F2?
2: It's another sting. How much fun can you have on a Thursday? (laughs) So essentially, as the show went on and people gave a fun fact, Bam, you got a fun fact sting. Oh, i am got to listen to number three. Fun fact Thursday. (laughs) That's
1: you, Jack. Yeah, we're all involved. That is SH1T. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I agree. It was a great segment, never to be done again. Fun <laughs> fact, <back> Thursday. See,
3: <laughs> that wasn't me.
2: Was that sad? Yes, it was. That wasn't all. Let
1: me have a listen to this.
2: Fun fact, Thursday. Who do you think that is? Scott. That Hummer? wasn't me. No Wild... Wild... right? Yeah, <laughs> that was me then. What's the Doctor Nick thing? Oh, that was us ages ago. That was
3: from Simpsons.
2: Yeah, mm. that was uh, the other hi, Doctor. Don't
3: push them all. You're like a yeah. you your little kid in a toy store saying, "Don't touch that." When I walk out of the room, don't touch that. You've been hiding in the bushes. (laughs) That's where you've been last three weeks. That's
1: terrible, guys. Mm -hmm. Oh no, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Hang on, I just want to listen to this again. It's
3: Fun Fact Thursday. (laughs) Do you think can we do it tonight? Do do you? Is it just because it's badge? (laughs) Yes. That he's doing gear. It's like
1: going to your accountant, and the first thing he says to you is a joke.
2: I think really excited to go on holidays.
1: I think it was really cool. Sounds like he's had a breakdown. What's the great banter bit? What's that?
2: Well, hit it. Oh, this is great banter. It
1: really is. <laughs> so you guys had to play audio saying it was great banter.
3: So when we had a really good discussion, yeah, yeah. Matt would push that. It's been great banter. Well, that's going. He hates it, doesn't
1: he? He hates he it. He hates
2: it when anyone's... Animals... Oh, I'm not in control. What's this,
1: okay, Justin, bye-bye? What's that?
2: <laughs> okay. What's that? Well, this is, whenever someone wanted to talk about you, uh, we said that you left a message for us. Tell him that justice is waiting for him. Is waiting for
4: you. Okay, Justin. Thank you. Bye-bye.
2: Who hear that voice? No, no, that's actually a show. That's from Eagle vs. Shark, the yeah. movie. Mm.
1: Oh, so, I'm sorry, listeners. You've had to put up with that.
2: No, Rubbish. no, no, it's been no. For no. The last we three constantly weeks.
3: got text messages saying, Get off. Why is he actually allowed to come back into the country? Simple as that. How much fun can you have on a Thursday? <laughs> now, back to some uh, some rugby league uh, conversation. And oh. what do you make of this? After 48 hours yeah. and the dust starting to settle, the Panthers with their bookmakers, gamble responsibly, start as the favourites for 2023 to complete three peeps. I think they're like $3.54. Wow. No Villiamikikau. No Sow. Yeah. So straight away, they're the favourites. They probably deserve yeah. to be, don't they? Oh, I think they've got a bit of talent grades. Oh, yeah. I think a bit of talent coming through. Yeah. Geez, didn't they do a job on the Norse Devils? I thought the Norse Devils were really courageous, actually, without four of their best players for a period there. But yeah, they're always going to win that Penrith. But I thought they weren't too bad. Norse Devils in the state championship. Rightio. Do you think that they will. Uh,
1: uh, do the three, Pete. I mean, I, it's too early to tell. Yeah. Mean, it's a stupid question, to be yep. honest. You asked it. But so. if you want to answer it, 0457 736, 736. Uh, Tuesday, true or false? I better come up with one of those. We've got that. I've got three. Have you? Yep. Right here. My Tuesday, true or false? Is this the funniest thing you've heard on radio? How much
4: fun <laughs> can you have on a Thursday?
1: Is that badge? <laughs> that's badge. So hang, on, that's badge, and this is badge. It's fun fact yep. Thursday. That's badge as well. Do you have hmm. his teeth in? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what about on this day? Uh, I heard this this morning on Patton Hill's Breakfast Show. Hill's he, had to read this out this morning. He didn't realise it. Nah. Well, I don't think he did remember it, no. Yep. 1998, most dismissals by a wicketkeeper, 356th. First test versus Pakistan. He overtook Rod Marsh, yep. three hundred and fifty five. Here's I suppose our listeners can Google this. Who was the bowler? for, for Against Stra- Pakistan? Yeah, that Hill's took the catch.
3: 1998. Uh, you know, obviously. Um, I'm I was gonna... blown
1: away by this. It's not, he's it, it, not obvious. Uh, Michael Clark. No. Who? No, no, I'll, I'll throw it out there. Okay. Rightio. 0457 yeah. On this day in sporting history, 1998, mm-hmm. Ian Healy took his 356th dismissal. It was a court behind off a off an Australian bowl against Pakistan. Okay. Who was that Australian bowler? Can we give a? Oh, people can Google, so it's pretty easy, isn't it? We're, we're not going to give away a Signet Power Bank for that, are we?
3: No, but get we'll get the listeners to
1: to Google it. NRL update time. Uh, Polaris, Australia's number one selling side by side brand. Um, you want to wrap up the grand
3: final. Uh, Dylan Edwards outstanding. The club, Churchill medalist, and deserved it too. I thought both he and Nathan Cleary. Cleary had a hand in all five tries. He's the one that created, you know, what we call an overlap. Dylan Edwards, he was uh, being able to execute a couple of those. The try to Charlie Staines, the first try to Stephen Crichton. He ran for nearly three hundred metres. He um, came up with one of the plays of the match when they were well in well in control, but still, it was one of the plays of the match. His tackle on his uh, tackle on Bailey Simonson.
4: Kick through, it'll sit up two for Simonson. He's over the thirty. Simonson gets past the Ferrari.
3: Here's Edwards
4: versus Sattler.
2: Sattler. Oh, it's a tackle from Edwards, right in front of our man. It was
3: a bottler. Yeah, we were calling the game for SCN League, and uh, it was right in front of where we were sitting. Actually, and it was. It was a, it was a tremendous, tremendous moment. I think for a player who has had to work really hard to convince people that he is a not only a first grader, but he's a player that can have an influence on the result. So, yeah, although a fair way ahead, it just proved that this guy was not willing just to. Except easy tries, easy points. I thought it was a great play from a, a young man. Like really impressed. I got to say, um, there was some footage that went up on Twitter. And when Joel Kane who called the game beautifully, when he came up with that moment, you mm-hmm. can see in the video Luke Lewis who was one of my teammates in two thousand three. Uh, he was sitting in the box next to us for the ABC, knocking on the window, crashing mm-hmm. on the window, trying to get my attention. So it was a it was a big moment in the game, and yeah, thoroughly deserved by by Dylan Edwards. Missed out on the Australian team, which we're going to go through really soon. But I thought that was to be expected with so many, you know, fullbacks and utility players involved in the side. What about that crap stat or crap fact I sent you yesterday? What was
1: that? That your cover tackle on Todd Byrne was adjudicated by NRL touch judge Glenn Henderson. Yeah. Nineteen years later, Dylan Edwards try saving tackle on Parramatta's Bailey Simonson was adjudicated by NRL touch judge Phil Henderson, who is Glynn's son. Crap stat. Ah, that's, that's, that's exciting for that family. No, it's not. Well, it might be exciting for them, but it's that's just a crap stat, mate. That's like I just seriously. Mm-hmm. It would have been really interesting if your son Jack was running down, like <laughs> chasing Simonson, and he tackled him because then it's the son of Sats, and then the son of Henderson. Like that's interesting. Now, unless you father Dylan Edwards, you just, it's not,
3: you just don't like touch judges. I hate them. Should they be in the game? Waste of money.
1: Like you could imagine, all that we get rid of two touch judges. Is there is there a spare touch judge sitting on the sideline? Stats.
3: Uh, Is there three? I can't confirm nor deny. Or that. can the
1: spare ref be the spare a touchy. ref? Can be a touchy. Right. Get rid of touch judges. Keep mm. the ref. Keep the video ref because yep. we use the video ref for everything anyway. Yeah. I don't even know why we have any officials on the field. Mm-hmm. And we go back to that idea that you came up with. Yep. That you put you
3: electrify electrify the the, the sideline. Side yeah. So you touch it. Bang. Zap. Zap. Yep.
1: Or the one. Remember that movie where. Those prisoners, there was no prison, so if you left the perimeter of the prison or out of the area you meant to go to, they had a neck thing on, mm. and when they stepped outside that, it went beep bip, bip, bang, blew their head off. So you put one of those neck things yeah, on the wingers, yeah, yeah, and if their head blows off, you know they're going into the touch. That's going to bring the kids back to the game. Peter, you listening? So when
3: Dylan Run Edwards, so when Dylan Edwards tackled Bailey Simonson over the touch line, head. Go Both on. heads would have exploded. No, you don't. You don't put it on fullbacks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just wingers. Yeah, just wingers. Okay. So his head would have exploded. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure. And do you leave the the carcass just laying on the side of the yes, ground? And that's a free interchange.
1: <laughs> that you go. You, well, you can't go for a head assessment,
0: unless well, you it, just roll well, that down the tunnel. There's no
1: head. That's right. Yeah, it's in row three. <laughs> so I think. There's a good way to save some money. Put that money back into junior development for the for the touch judges. The no, moment, not not for touchies. The it, money that you're giving you giving the save touchies. from touchies. Yep. Electrify the sideline. Electri- that'll cost what? I, I've got a I know a couple of dodgy uh, sparkies that yep. can do that for bugger all. Yeah. Right. If you want to go with the electrocution, mm-hmm. that's fine. But the other one is the head, the the neck thing. Yeah. I like the neck thing because the kids love that sort of stuff. <laughs> they do. What do you think? 0457 736 736. Should we get rid of touch judges and electrify the sidelines mm. at the NRL? But, mate, that was a great tackle from Dylan Edwards. It was, hey, yeah. What, Good what, are you, what are your thoughts then? And I know we've got a, an Australian team full of fullbacks. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on him missing out on selection for the Australian team? I I, I would have liked to have just seen him go on the tour. It's 24 players. Yeah, Surely they could have found a spot for him.
3: Well, it's probably more of a question is how come the Dally M player isn't there? Who's proven week in, week out that he's the best player in the and game. he can this play year in the halves too. Nick halves, centre, fullback, um, good utility. So that's probably the biggest question. But when you look at the players that they're taking, and we do want to touch on it now. So yeah. you know, the, the players that would play in that position, there's uh, Dally Sherry Evans, there's Matty Burton, Nathan Cleary, um campbell grahams in the centers valentine Holmes, ben hunt uh, latrell mitchell cam munster murray tower lungi james tedesco jack whiten who's really good at utility so i think that the position that possibly nico hines could take is taken up by someone like jack whiten who can play back row lock so well, 5 centre, fullback, wing. If you had, had but we've got too. we've got twenty-four players. That's
1: yeah. in that squad, even as a reward. Oh yeah, and, and just for experience, like yeah. to, uh, Nico Hines. Yes, but uh, I mean Dylan Edwards is, and we've said it all. Yeah,
3: he's he's been an outstanding. No, fullback. he's been amazing. But you you can't you can't just put chock fill the squad with utility players. And Dylan Edwards plays fullback, you could probably and you would, could be able to put him on the wing, but he's primarily just a fullback. And when you got players like Tedesco and oh, Latrobe yeah. Mitchell and um Jack Whitener can play fullback, Valentine Holmes can play fullback. But why can't you just take him as a development? Oh yeah, you know. You know what I mean? I, I totally agree, just as a reward. Probably Nico Hines more because he is the Dalian sure. player of the year. And to get him to go away and and just watch some of these class players that have played at this level f- f- for a lot of their careers, like you're yeah, you know, Dally Cherry Evans and, and Co. Where you just watch them, you watch the way they prepare for games. Are, are you doing something differently that you could yeah. add to your game? Um, yeah, I, I agree. They've always taken one sort of development player in in a lot of these touring squads, and I, I think that I think that player in in this side just looking across it is maybe, probably maybe Matty Burton. Mm. He's the player that could take his game to another level by by hanging around some of these, you know these. Marquee players of the NRL. Oh, I just, I don't know. I, I want
1: to put it out to our listeners as well. 457-736-736. Or you can call us on 1300-01-1170. I just think Dylan Edwards is underrated and
3: has been all oh, year. No, no, he he was underrated. I don't think he is now. I think, like we said, the last couple of years. I remember when Penrith made the, the grand final that first year 2020. And many were sort of saying, oh, I don't think they've got the fullback to win it. But he's proven over the last two years that he's the, one of the key players in that side. That's but not only yeah. hit that side, but the comp as well. Now, Sporty Gav from Newcastle, really quickly on the text line, uh, 0457 736 736. Hi, guys, with the Kangaroo Squad. I'm surprised Dane Gagai was like, ax, I, I didn't even realise that, Sporty Gav. Mm. He never lets his team down. Corey Oates deserved a spot uh, ahead of Murray Tau Lungy. Well, you know, Tau has been outstanding also. Corey Oates has been amazing. But Dane Gagai... Yeah, maybe it's just that experienced player. They feel as though they need to use youth.
1: Who did uh, Ian Healy take that catch off to be the record breaker? Three hundred fifty-six wickets.
3: Okay, Colin Funky Miller. Okay, so there you go. We've also got a text here from eight hundred seven that says Scott Muller.
1: No, it was Colin. Colin, Colin Funky Miller.
3: Wow. Yeah, and it's not Michael Bevan four seven zero. But good guesses.
1: Rightio, Uh It's uh, a NRL update. Thank you, Australia, for making Polaris Australia's number one selling side by side brand. 21 years in a row. Do we... We're we going to go to a break. I'm, I'm so out of touch. Yeah, we'll go to a break. We'll talk about some more sports soon. Oh, by the way, we haven't even mentioned on the show, the show today, Shane Spud-Elford, who's still out celebrating. He's the head of performance at the Panthers. Well, it's
3: a different angle, isn't it? Instead of talking coaches, the players, I want to know what makes this team tick. Why are they so fit? Why are they so fast? This this guy's got a lot to do with it.
1: We'll have a chat to him real soon. This is
0: Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. <laughs> Sports Day with Sats and Jace The Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Jace Thanks to Kia The Kia EV6 and Sportage Cars of the Year Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia. The Kia Sportage, Drive Car of the Year.
3: The Panthers, the perfect Panthers. They've won the grand final, 28 points to 12. This brutal
4: machine have gone back to back.
1: Yeah, well said by Joel there. It was an amazing performance they from the They are a brutal machine. 18-0 yeah. at halftime. It was all done and dusted. Great game. They beat the Neighbours, the arch rivals in the Eels. And joining us, uh, while celebrations are still going on, a bit quieter than I expected, Sats, mm. Shane the Spud Elford, uh, who's the high-performance manager at uh, the Panthers, joining us now. G'day, Spud.
4: Hello boys, how are you going? Yeah,
3: really good and by the sounds of it you are going really well and um, I suppose it's a different angle Spud. I don't call him Shane, so listeners, I'm going to call him Shane for the sake of the interview, just in case he come in halfway through and you know who I'm talking about. Spud <laughs> Carroll. Yeah. Am, am I
4: in trouble if you call me? If you call me Shane, yeah, so your, I feel like I'm in trouble. That's your, you wife you your wife, Alana. Your
3: wife, Alana, be telling that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that's Shane, true. in relation to this interview, I want to look at from a different angle because we look at how well coached this team is, and by Ivan and and Cameron Seraldo and Peter Wallace and Andrew Webster and Co. But there's this there's this enthusiasm and energy about this side and this fitness and speed about this side that has blown many experts away, including myself uh, over the last three years. And, and you're a man along with Hayden Knowles, who you took over from last year that had a lot to do and has had a lot to do with that. It must be an absolute dream turning up every day to train and uh, train these, these group of young men.
4: Oh, certainly That's certainly are uh, very blessed to do the role. Um, mate, they're, they're an eager bunch. They're a really good age group. They're sort of in that mid-20s frame, so they're still young, but they're experienced, and they're eager to learn, and you say jump, these boys will say how high. They are a phenomenal bunch of kids that have come through together for a period of time, and as you said, yeah, it's an absolute pleasure to be involved with them uh, and to train them, yeah.
3: Their defensive line speed, which we com- we comment on when we commentate the Penrith games, about how fast it is and how, how they get in the opposition's face and really overwhelm them. Is, is that something that's, is it, is that physical based? Is it in relation to their, their conditioning or uh, is it, is it a, a focus from Ivan and the defensive coach Cameron Serraldo that, um, but, but it's got to come from somewhere and to be able to sustain it for long periods of time, Shane, is, is it? the conditioning base that these players have
4: got? Oh, It's certainly uh, a few variables in there. It, it, the, the conditioning plays its part, but it's also a requirement from the coaches. So we sit down with the coaches, and Cameron Terrell, as you know, has been our defensive coach for years and does a phenomenal job and probably been uh, with the best defensive team three, three out of the last five years. So it certainly goes a long way to win the comp, as you know. But it, it's a combination between the fitness and what the coaches actually want them to do such as the line speed and the transitions, et cetera. So we sit down, we work that out together, Uh, we come up with a plan, and uh, we sort of bounce it off each other. So, yeah, it's certainly a combination of both.
3: Now, Spud, Shane, you won a um, a comp in 2005 with the West Tigers. You were a Panthers junior for many, many years before you made the switch in 2004. And I, I saw that 2005 West Tigers side, and many of the listeners will know also, the speed, the skill, the unpredictability that... You had in that premiership-winning side. Did you see a lot of similarities?
4: Ah, uh, yeah. Look, as I said before, they're they're a great bunch. They're young. They're energetic. They they love it. And They've come through as winners. Like I don't what people we're seeing the success now, but this was built five, four, five, six, seven years ago when they come through the grades. They come through, a lot of these players are local juniors and have come through Harold Matthews Ball, Bull Flag, etc. Uh, at different times, and they're just winners. And I think just reflected back on 4 and 0-5 with the Tigers. It was the same with sort of Robbie and Liam, Fulton, etc. They all come through as winners with Bryce Gibbs and then it's sort of the combination of the older heads that are around, the experienced guys and the young guys coming through. It just breeds. They just love winning and it's just the culture and it's come a long way and uh, yeah, it's just it's how it's evolved over time and certainly over time.
3: Now, a young man, I was so proud of him to get the, the Clive Churchill medal because he deserves it. He's had to fight Tooth and nail to get at people to respect him in his position, Dylan Edwards. But we keep hearing stories about about his levels of fitness, Shane. Is it is it what we're led to believe about how fit this young man is?
4: Yeah, 100%. He's a machine. Dylan Edwards, every year he comes in, uh, whenever we start pre-season, uh, the joke of the sessions are who's going to give Dylan a run for his money. Uh, he's an ultimate pro. Uh, he just backs himself uh, week in, week out. He's, he's just the fittest in the club and always has been from memory. I can't remember anybody beating him in any of our tests, any of our runs. Um, he's just mentally tough, physically tough. Uh, and it shows in his performance. He's so underrated. I think people are slowly starting to realise just how good he can be. Um, and it's a credit to him. He does work extremely hard. Uh, and he's a tough bugger and we love him.
3: Yeah, well, you missed out an Australian selection. Um which, you know, there's still only a young man, but you did get Nathan Cleary, Liam Martin, picked in that Australian side. Uh, I was yo as well. And, but I want to focus on Liam Martin, the boy from Tamora, the rash, they call him, because of his hygiene. Now, you'd be so happy with this selection because it's really a personal connection for you, isn't it, and, and your wife, Alana, and the family because you used to run the house that a lot of the young development players would come into, and you've had a fair bit to do with his development. So his selection... I suppose, would bring a, a pretty big smile to your face?
4: Oh, certainly. You know, we've had many... I had a seven-year period there with my wife, Alana, and family out at the house uh, when the kids relocated. I mean, they're not kids now. They're actually grown men and have kids of their own. But, you know, from the grand final team on the weekend, um, Isaiah, Yo, Kickow, Fish, uh, Liam Martin, Dylan Edwards, et cetera, had all had a stint in our house. Uh, it, yeah, it's really cool. Uh, Liam's mum, Maxine... Was a little bit hesitant at the start, but when she sort of saw the surroundings and our our sort of setup in the house, she was she was obviously uh, happy with the decision. And Liam's just grown another leg. Um, you did mention his personal hygiene. Uh, look, he's not a he's not a dirty bugger, but he is uh, he's a bit of a jokester and uh, he plays games with the boys, and they do take the, the piss out of him a little bit. Uh, and he takes pride in that of stirring people up. He is a pest. He's probably the biggest pest in the club, uh, but we love him, and he you know he. Full credit to him. He works extremely hard, and I think he, you know, he's growing another leg. He's gone Origin now into the uh, World Cup squad, so no, he deserves it, mate. He's phenomenal. He's with, a great kid.
3: With that house that both you and Alana um, were the hosts of for so many years, and you being there and, and done it before as well, Shane, and, and won competitions with with the West Tigers. What were some of the the constant messages that you were trying to because we know that this generation don't like to listen to experts They'd rather listen to their mates But what's the constant message that you were trying to always get through to these young players when you see them on a day-to-day basis having meals with them and you know, Allowing them to go to training school uni Taif, whatever it may be uh, Yeah,
4: you are in the clock back a little bit uh, the we sort of left there maybe two years ago now, probably during the COVID period, but it was just more common sense and just work hard because it's, it's all about opportunity. You know, these kids come... Rugby league was their common goal. You know, we had kids from the country. We had kids from Queensland, New Zealand, et cetera. At the end of the day, it was just good family morals and uh, the common goal was rugby league. and Just try your best because reality is you're probably not going to make it, but if you do, you're not going to be in it for that long. So just try your best, work hard, be a good person, and uh, you just never know what your limits are, so... And, yeah, look, you obviously hear about all the successful kids that come through there, but there was obviously quite a few that didn't make it as well. Uh, end of the day, we just uh, we treated them all the same, and, um, you know, hopefully they left better people than they arrived.
1: Hey, we're chatting to Shane Spud-Elford, the high-performance manager at the, uh, at the Panthers. Uh, can I get on to more serious discussions here? Celebrations. Here we are Tuesday night. Who's left? Who's around still? <laughs>
4: Who's left? Okay, so the boys are actually doing their own thing at the moment. I believe they're, they're possibly on a cruise somewhere. I'm just here. Oh, God. The Rugby League football manager, Jason Wrigley, still here. Coach Ivan Cleary, Peter Wallace, uh, young sports scientist Jack, and myself and Andrew Webster. That's all that's left. Yeah, we'll see. Two you. days in. Uh, the veterans, let's call them. <laughs>
1: Imagine what that is that cruise on the Nepean River. Yeah. The, the beautiful Nepean.
4: <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. The youngsters, uh actually don't know where they are. So I don't want to know where they are. <laughs> yeah. A good, uh, couple of days and they deserve it. Uh, <laughs> we had a really good stint uh, post-game uh, back at our facility, back at the club with our fans and family, uh, a few close sponsors, and now they're sort of doing their own thing, as we know yeah, the world comes on. Them. on good and on, good on them. we have players everywhere for every country, so it won't be long, yeah.
1: Yeah, what a fantastic year. Oh, the other one I wanted to ask, uh, Top Gun seemed to be the theme of the celebration. The dog yeah, fights. Yeah, Did 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 the coaches get a name? Yeah, did, did you
3: get a name, Scott?
4: <laughs> no, we didn't actually. Look, I don't know if this has been blown out. Uh, as you know, look, it's a little bit of fun, a little bit of a theme. You can't be uh, full-on serious all the time. It basically uh, evolves. We sort of had a, a, a back-end camp, sort of four, five, six weeks out into the, the comp, and... We just thought, you know, it was Cameron Sorraldo's idea. He comes up with uh, some great ideas in and around themes, and we just watched the movie, and it sort of evolved into sort of call signs, and the boys got some names, and we sort of ran with it. Um, I don't know if it's been blown out of proportion <laughs> or not, but it was just something we would have a bit of fun with, and uh, the boys have all got nicknames now, and they run, but no, no staff got uh, no nicknames. I don't think there was any left by the time mean, we went through the squad of 20, so I mean, no, we had a bit of fun I with I should really be
3: Ivan mean, should be quiffed because he's got that mad quiff, that hair at the front, <laughs> and... and um. And Shane's <laughs> Shane should, be, should be stretched because as a player, yep. you've never seen a player stretch so much. We I mean, could put his legs behind his head. It was ridiculous.
1: Why would you need to put oh, – it doesn't matter.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's, that's, kinky, that's a kinky sort of spud. Hey, um, yeah, yeah, well, in, you can do it. in relation to you can these celebrations, uh, Shane, who would be the first player home? Like, Who would be the one that would moonwalk out the door and, and do a smoke bomb, not tell anyone that they're leaving?
4: Well, that's a that's a good question. I don't know about uh, moonwalk and smoke bomb, but I reckon Marto was gone. Uh, I don't know if that was because of his hygiene, and the boys <laughs> just uh, tied him up and left him, or he disappeared early. I don't know if it was a a shock selection. He was in the uh, Australian squad, but he wasn't around very long.
3: Mm-hmm. So
4: I'm going to leave you with that one. We definitely Liam Martin. He was yeah. gone in early days.
3: Now, uh, as I said earlier on, you took over from Hayden Knowles um, after the the premiership last year, and uh, you worked alongside Hayden Knowles and the team there. D- did you? Try not to change too much from your observations with Hayden, who's one of the best in the business. And, or did you try and put your own slant on it this year? And did you have to be different because you were going back-to-back?
4: Yeah, it's a tough gig, back-to-back. It hasn't been done uh, that often. And, no, Hayden's phenomenal. Hayden did a really good job. Uh, he was here for, I think, three years prior, uh, sort of in and around the system. Uh, Ivan sort of asked me to take over once so Hayden left. Uh, You obviously put your own spin on it, but clearly things we were doing was working, so I didn't have to change too much. Um, We've got a great staff here. Everyone gets along really well. Um, As I said, a great mid-age, sort of youngish squad numbers as well. So they're still fit. We're very, very lucky. I think uh, going into the grand final, we only had one player injured, which is Talon May on the wing with his hamstring. Other than that, we're fully fit. And as you know, we sort of uh, had a week off and players were rested. So we're very, very lucky. Uh, Things just went to plan. It doesn't happen often, but this year things went to plan. So I
3: guess you've
4: got to take it and run with
3: it. Yeah, that's phenomenal, the the minimal injuries that you had. Now, just to finish off before we let you go, Shane Elford, uh, the music. Now, I'm thinking the music. Now, Shane Elford used to always blare Def Leppard. Um, oh, a bit of pour some sugar on me. Yeah, pour yeah, some nice. sugar in his, <laughs> in, his Com- in his Commodore back in the day. He used to have Def yeah. Leppard come. Love now, bites. I'm thinking the music that comes out of the uh, the speakers of Jerome Lewine Co. isn't your cup of tea. Did you say
4: music? I don't know if it's music. It just sounds like hate. It's just people yelling, swearing, and I just think, oh, my God, I've a teenage daughter and son now myself. I'm like, oh, my God, where's the music gone? It's yeah. of music. And they just bag me telling me I'm too old. So, you know what? It creates energy. The boys are just a ball of energy when they create it, and they—they they are who they are, and we love them for being themselves. So, uh, yeah, look, I don't think it's music, but we are—you uh, kind of get used to it, and you kind of by the end of the year you know the words. Well, as a, a tribute, <laughs>
1: uh, Shane Spud Elford, as a tribute to you and the coaches uh, at the Panthers, we're going to go to the break with a bit of pour some sugar on me from Beth Leppard. Congratulations. <laughs> Uh and congratulate uh Ivan and the team for us. <laughs> mate, we've got to do a bit of pour some sugar on me. Yeah. thanks for joining us mate. Let's get back to your beer.
4: Too easy, boys. Thank you.
0: Sports Day with Sats and Jace, the Kia EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia. The Kia Sportage. Drive car of the year. Uh, Before we get into the Panthers discussion,
1: and I want to get Scott Sattler's opinion on this because um, a lot of people, including some of the players, the Panthers, suggesting uh, it's the best team. It is the best team ever of the Panthers. Um, I want to encourage you to go to ICanWin.com.au to win a Ziggy by Ziggler and Brown Barbecues this summer. These are the best barbecues. A mate of mine's got one of these. Yeah, these are the best barbecues you can buy. Yeah. Like they are quality. Mm, I know. Outs- they got, look
3: outstanding. You've got
1: a few, haven't you? Just laying around the few back Few barbies?
3: Out. No. A few. I've no. actually, I've actually got a barbie.
1: Well, I expect that from you.
3: Mm. You got a smoker, haven't you? What?
1: No, I've got a a, both. I've got a. Um, no, I don't. I don't like smoked meat. Oh, okay. No, I um, I've got a um, what do you call them? A thing? A spit. I've got spit. Oh, okay. So I cook on coals. But this is, anyway, This deal, I'd love a Ziggler. Uh, well, if you and Brown. push hard enough, you may get one. Okay. Uh, I can au. I could probably go and win it. No, I can't do that. <laughs> uh, go to I can win.com.au. Uh, enter the draw to win that Ziggy uh, in time uh, for summer. Back to back premiers. The Panthers beat Souths last year, beat Parramatta this year, only lost eight games. In three
3: seasons. Mm. (laughs) It's pretty impressive, isn't it?
1: They cleaned up this year, the SG ball, the jersey flag, the New South Wales Cup. They did a job on the Devils in the state championship and NL premiership. With the depth and the success they've had, and and this might be hard for you to answer because uh, you're a former premiership player with the Panthers, is this the greatest this club has ever been? You're talking about the entire club? Well, let's start with first grade, right? Is this, like, has any other
3: Panthers team come close to this one? No, well, stats will tell you that they're the best Panthers side. Um, would have they beaten the 1991 side? Yes, they would have. Would have they beaten our 2003 side? Yeah, I think they would have. I don't think we would have. We were, we were a great defensive side. We defended with our attack. This team is a great defensive side and can score points when you need them to as well. Um, so, yeah, they're the best Panthers side without a doubt. Are they the best side in the modern era, the best team? I look at some – and I'm talking about 1998. Let's just go 1998, the, NR, the NRL, when it first started off. Um, I've got to say, if I looked at a few of the teams that have won premierships in that period from 1998, I think the 98 Broncos side would give them a real run for their money. I think um, there's been a couple of Melbourne sides, led by Cameron Smith, that would that would beat them, Well, 2020 – when they're probably a lot younger and inexperienced when it comes to grand finals, it took an immortal, a future immortal in Cameron Smith to to beat them in 2020. And when he wasn't there, they weren't able to able to challenge Penrith. I think the Newcastle 2001 sir, led by, side, led by Ben Kennedy and and Joey Johns, would give them a real run for their money as well. So there's some teams in the modern era, 1998 onwards, the NRL era, that I think that they'd be really they'd be very close games. What about those successful roosters sides too? Well they only had one win in three premierships, 2002, and you know, we beat one of the we beat one of those sides in 2003, and the Bulldogs beat them in 2004. So they would have got a good uh, they would have got over the top of those roosters sides. Wow, okay. Yeah, but there's a couple of Melbourne sides, the Newcastle side, and I think I think the Broncos 98 side who were just they're exceptional, the 98 side who just walk through the Bulldogs in 1998. Uh, they would have given them a, a run for their money. When you start asking about, are they one of the best clubs in the modern era? Without a doubt.
1: Yeah, hands down.
3: Without a doubt. And I know it's, you know, it's it's all retrospective anyway. Whatever period a club is in, um, it's different to what it is now. But it's all the same because everyone's under the same rules. What they've been able to do, I've got to say Phil Gould is not receiving the the plaudits that he should. He went in there to the Penrith Panthers, you know, probably about eight or nine years ago now, the club was on his knees financially. He went to James Packer and asked for a $5 million loan. And with that money, he was able to set up all their junior pathways, employ really good coaches to look after those pathways, set up all their Western satellite offices uh, through Dubbo and, and um, parks and all those places where a lot of those 15, 16, 17 year olds came into the system. They played through all those you know, SG balls and the Jersey flags made the New South Wales Cup, then played first grade. They've all hit first grade together at the same sort of age. And they've gone in as favourites for the 2023 season already. Mm-hmm. So are they the best Are they the best club in the modern era? Without a doubt, hands down, with what they've done and the players they've got coming through, but they can't keep them all. That's going to be the big challenge. Rightio,
1: this is Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned drive car of the year. See it at kia.com.au.
0: <laughs> Sports Day with Sats and Jace. The Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia. The Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. A bit of a heads up. We're going to get to some
1: of your texts in just uh, a moment. We've been inundated. Uh 01 1170 is our number, or 0457 736 736 is our text number. You want to get something off your chest? Your thoughts on Sats's thoughts around the Panthers? Be interesting to get those from you as well. Uh, it's Tuesday, true or false, coming up after six o'clock or seven o'clock if you're in the uh, southern states. If you've got a Tuesday, true or false for us, let us know. Uh, right now, the pest is on the phone. Glenn from Newcastle. Hello. Well, welcome back, Justin. Lovely to hear your voice, buddy. Mm, that's good. Thanks, mate. How was barley, mate? i barley how, was very how good. Barley, the beer is much cheaper. Hey, than,
3: oh, can you say Justin and? Hey, hey, Glenn, can you tell us why when you send your text in now you call, you say you're from Hamilton North? Because I've moved to Hamilton North, mate. Oh, wow. Okay. Good stuff. Would they have to burn the other yeah. place down, did they?
4: Did you?
1: Were you squatting or something?
4: Uh, it's, actually, it's actually up for auction in about two weeks, Justin.
1: Why aren't you uh, buy it?
2: Um, mate, a f- you know, oh, I'm not well, going to go not into, get into that, it. mate. I just, hey,
1: hey, listen, thanks nah, for the call. I just wanted to welcome you back. Okay, cool. Uh, can... I had, had a wonderful time. I did, Thanks. Can I? The buffet
3: can, got visited regularly. I reckon. Hey, yeah, can, I bet it did. Hey, Justin. Hey, can you send me one of those? Send me one of those. Can you autograph a photo of my, of you without your shirt on and send it to me, please, mate? You don't want to see it. You're a creep. You don't want to see it. I do. Actually, Sat, I brought I you.
1: Do. I do. I brought you a present. I've got to bring it in today. Right. Hey, uh, Justin. <laughs> can you stop abusing Jack as well when you ring up? If you don't get on the show, you know you carry on like uh, this. I'm afraid, it's fine, Thursday. My name's <laughs> mate. Stop. And I thank I thank Jack very much, mate. Thank mate, you. Well he tells us you're abusing. You yeah. Stop abusing. <laughs> go away.
3: Hey Mark says, ask Shane Elford to go back to the Tigers now, please. He's been back to Penrith. Yeah. He needs to help his old club. Yeah, that's yeah, a good point. Yeah. Good point. That was a great chat you had with him a uh,
1: little earlier on. As I say, it's Tuesday, true or false? It's not. How much fun can you have on a oh. Thursday? It's not Thursday. <laughs> eh? It's boring Tuesday. I uh, will get you your text. I promise. We'll do that uh, next.
0: Sports Day with Sats and Jace, the Kia EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. This is Sports Day with Sats and Jace, thanks to Kia, the Kia Sportage, Drive Car of the Year. Yeah, welcome
1: back to Sports Hour, Sports Day. It's the second big hour. Sats here, Jase here. Badge on holidays. Will be back in about three weeks' time uh, tomorrow night and Thursday night. We'll be joined by Matt Rogers in the studio, who's about to go on a on a pretty big. Is book that confirmed tiller. yet? Yes, it is. Okay. Well, I think talking about it on air puts more pressure on him to come on. Mm. So uh, he's on tomorrow night. You see him on a current affair last night. First thing I see when I land back from Bali is uh, Matt Rogers and. A, something about a dodgy plumber, on not on a current affair last night. I go, the what's...? plumber's got nothing to do with Matty Rogers. no well, I thought it. I no, no. Him. Well, I rang him today. I said, "Mate, are you plumbing now? What's 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 going on?" He goes, "No." He goes, "He goes lucky that he was on before the dodgy
3: plumber." Oh, okay, gotcha.
1: So I thought. Geez. Can
3: I say, Matty Rogers? Um, I've been fortunate enough to MC a lot of functions um, since retiring from rugby league. And spoken to some really interesting sportsmen and women around the country, and and visitors from overseas. Uh, I've got to say, Matt Rogers is my most popular and most entertaining person to interview at a sportsman's luncheon.
1: He's outstanding. I've had I've had the pleasure of working with him and it's, his wife. Chloe. He's got
3: so many experiences in life and in sport, and it's just amazing. And, it's a lot of the time we talk to him at sportsman's luncheons, so I talk to him, I'd actually get on to you've been on Survivor and. I oh, know. And Ninja and all those sorts of things.
1: So I was lucky enough because I was working with Chloe at the time. Mm-hmm. I actually went to their wedding. Yep. And I'm 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 just turning around like, I'm just, you know me, I'm just a bum. I'm turning around, There's Did John. you play the music? Were you, no, you were was, involved no, in music back then? No, right? no, no, I was a waiter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So. Mm. Uh, like you should've seen this wedding. John Stevens was playing, was <laughs> singing, like noise work songs. I'm going, what's the? And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm trying to get as much grog into me as I possibly can. Drink Don't responsibly. Try, drink responsibly. Yeah, Don't yeah. try that home. And a few of those canapes. Yeah. And and all of a sudden, there's fireworks going off everywhere. I'm going, what is, what is
3: this? Mm. It was a different world, mate. There's all these footy plays, and then there was me. I told you I'm scared of fireworks, hey? No. Yeah, I had an incident when I was <laughs> Here we go. when I was nine. Um, I was at the Brisbane exhibition the Ecker and the fireworks went off and I was looking up and I got some of the firework ash in my eye. Oh, no. And so I got rushed to hospital. From that day on, when fireworks go off. Today, I'm like, I go into the fetal position.
1: <laughs> I was no joke. It was no, serious. It's serious. I was running for the punchline. <laughs> no, no,
3: it's not a fun fact Thursday. Oh, no. no.
1: <laughs> hey, that's back on Thursday, by the way, if you missed it. Now, Sats, mm-hmm. there's a bit of con- – this was a segment that popped up while I was away and it's quite possibly the worst segment. No, no, it's a good segment. Listeners, 0457 736 736. Send us uh, your text and your thoughts on Fun Fact Thursday. See, like Thanks a, a to McDonald fun Jones fact.
3: Homes. Uh, the McDonald Jones birthday sale is on now. See, like a, a fun fact was female mosquitoes are the only mosquitoes that bite you. The male mosquitoes don't bite you. Fun Fact Thursday. So this is the rubbish that you're doing? Well, it was a lot better
1: than the garbage you got us to okay, do when right. you were here. So well, what's wrong with Teamless Tuesday? What's oh. happened
3: to that? Oh, can we find any team that's been
2: announced
0: tonight? TLT. See again, you've tr- you've
3: played a stinger that's got your voice in it. What a great idea! What is it about
1: you? Tuesday nights, we just come up with a team of anything. No one's done that on radio. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> so we might true, true crime Tuesday. Why don't yeah? Why don't we on Tuesday? Like we should be doing tonight, the greatest kangaroo side ever. Teamless Tuesday. Yep. Is it too late to do that before we finish tonight?
3: Uh no, I could put one together. Right, yeah. Do you want me to do it? So just so you can play your stinger.
1: Yeah, and team of touch judges we'd like seeing kicked out of the NRL.
3: Actually we've got we've got some uh text here about the touch judges actually. Your idea and our idea about getting rid of them. Putting electric electric current through the touch line. Yeah. And if you touch it, obviously it's zapped. Yeah. You want the neck brace that goes around the wingers. Yeah. And as soon as they touch it, their head explodes. Like, imagine Xavier Coates next year running yeah. down the wing
1: for the storm. Yeah. All of a sudden, Dylan Edwards puts him into touch. Bang. Loses his head.
3: <laughs> now that, That'll J- bring the kids back. Jay J- 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 says, evening, lads. Welcome back, Wookie. Surely we could have a tennis-type Hawkeye monitor to monitor the sidelines, the in goal try-line, and ditch the touch judges. Also, 200K for winning the NRL Premiership. is embarrassing. Is it 200? I thought it was... Used to be 400k. There needs to be a plan in place to increase the amount Run the league. to at least a million dollars. What's the minor premier get though? Don't they get a million? Is that all? Yeah. 200,000. I thought, you, well, you, like I said, it used to be 400,000. And once upon a time, you couldn't share that amongst the players as well because that would be a salary cap item. I'm not sure if that's still the case. But I agree. If you win the comp, there probably needs to be a greater financial incentive that goes. The, it makes the club stronger from a financial financial perspective of throwing their development programs. You can't throw it into the salary cap. That's just given to you by the NRL anyway. So a mm. million dollars, yeah, it would be good. It's a good, good text, Jase. Dan from uh,
1: Prairie Wood has also sent a text listening to Sports Day via the SEN app. Sats and Woogie, all I was able to ascertain from the first part of the show was that Woogie has immense disdain for touch judges and wingers. Mm. No, I like wingers. But someone has to be... Like, to make it entertaining, you can't just have wingers inside the field the whole time, mm. can you? No. They've either got to be zapped. A winger,
3: Nelly, went close to winning the Clive Churchill the other night, Brian Totto, And that can't happen.
1: No. But to Woogie's point, I don't think we are too far off having smart fields, technology using sensors, which notifies the referee as uh, a player of balls going into touch. I agree. We, we, we use the bunker for everything else. Mm. The like, ball go-
3: explodes. As soon as the ball touches the touchline, ball explodes. Get a new ball.
1: Okay, so we're not killing wingers. Yeah. We just get a lot of balls. Yeah. But what happens when you kick for touch? Does the board just go bang? That's yeah, a good
3: point. It's a good point.
1: You don't want parts of the, the leather appearing in row not leather 20. leather anymore. Or
3: what is it? Synthetic. Plastic. Synthetic. Yeah. synthetic mm. Appearing in row 22 and someone wearing it as a hat. Yeah. You don't want that. He hey. says they're also going to trial technology to detect forward passes. Well, that hasn't been confirmed um, yet and I don't think we need technology to detect the forward passes we spoke about last week. So yeah. Uh
1: there's a text here for Badge. I don't think Sporty Gav's listening tonight. Hey Badge, the Broncos teams of ninety two and ninety three were full of Test players and Origin players, Randolph and Walters, Lazo, et cetera, from Sporty Gav. Mm-hmm. In relation to Well, I don't know Sporty Gav, are you listening to an old show or something? I don't know. No, don't...
3: no. Um just trying to find Oh, that was no Hey Badge, no badges in here. Yeah, the Broncos teams that were uh maybe talking about which team would challenge. We spoke about them being the best modern day side, the Panthers. But uh the ninety two ninety three, would have, would have they beaten this this Panthers side? Would have loved to have seen it. It'd be a great matchup. Mm. They're one of the most exciting teams in the if you class ninety two, ninety three as the modern era, mm. they're outstanding. Uh,
1: Mark sent us a text. So we read this one out? Surely Nico should be there instead of Burton, who, who, who can't waste a play just as a token selection. Oh, yeah, I'd have Hines in the in the test squad ahead of Burton. Is Burton in it? Burton's in it, yeah. yeah. Oh, certainly I'd have
3: Nico Hines instead of Burton. Could Nico Hines play in the centres? Yeah, absolutely could, yeah. Why wouldn't you have him? He in hasn't sort of... played much in the centres, but could at a pinch if you needed him to. But he's generally a half and a fullback. Yeah. Could he wear the fourteen jersey, or is that going to be for Ben Hunt? That'll be Ben Hunt, who can play, um, who can play hooker and in the halves, and can play a little bit of lock if you need to. Burton can play lock, uh, 5 centre, fullback, so it makes a little bit more sense, I think. Um, and also, um, in relation to uh, Burton, the Reptiles says he loves Dylan Edwards and he thinks that. Uh, is way underrated. Matt Burton is massively overrated. The reptile. There it's you going go. to be interesting next year. See how Cameron Serraldo coaches Matty Burton, and he's had a lot to do with him at Penrith previously. So, one where he plays him too. You, know, where, where, you know, what sort of involvement he has, uh, not just relying on that big kicking game, but bringing more to his game, his oh, running game.
1: 0457 736 736. Keep your text coming through. One here from Kirk as well. Hi, guys. Dylan Edwards' tackle in the grand final was sensational. Was. Uh, if you missed it, uh, here it is again. Kick through.
4: It'll sit up two for Simonson. He's over the 30. Simonson
2: gets past the Ferrari. Here's Edwards versus oh, Simonson. Scott! Oh, Sattler! 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 He <laughs> tackle from Edwards right in front of our It
1: was a bottler. Uh, Channel 9 caught it like that too, by the way, Sats. I know you were calling in the game mm-hmm. and you are in the commentary box for ECN at that time. But Channel 9 said it's a Sattler as well. Great text from Kirk. Uh, yes, it was a great tackle. However, he wasn't a loose forward tackling a winger. Are you call calling me loose, mm. Kirk. It was the slowest winger in the history of rugby league as well. <laughs> <laughs> but you get that. Um, All right, keep your texts coming through. More of those in just a moment. Actually, just
3: really quickly, Rabbit Burrow, Tamora, Mm -hmm. Tamora. Of course, the the home of Liam Martin Mm -hmm. and his beautiful family. Great part of the world, Tamora. Uh, He says that bad sounds like Rocket J Squirrel. No, no, that's Jack. Jack sounds like Rocket J Squirrel in that uh, Fun Fact Thursday audio. Right. Well, let's. Can I go back to that for a moment
1: before we do a Cricket World Cup update? Yeah. For Ko. I want to go back to this. this is a stupid segment you guys come up with. No, it's not a stupid it's, segment. It's called Fun Fact Thursday. With an F, of right. course, yeah. So Badge has taken it upon himself to do some gear. It's Fun Fact Thursday. <laughs> so then he does another voice, which actually sounds like the first one. How much fun can you have on a Thursday?
3: And now, Raboburra Tamora says that, I think it's talking about Jack, sounds like Rocket J Squirrel. So that's this one. Yep. Fun Fact Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jack, Jack, that's your normal voice.
1: <laughs> that, Jack, the producer. Jack, you, have a listen. Fun fact, Thursday. Jack, Jack, that's you. It's not even a character. <laughs> so, at the moment, this is the worst segment ever. Well, it might be a good segment, but the production qualities are woeful. And now, help me out here, listeners. Mm-hmm. 0457 736 736 for McDonald Jones Homes. Or you can call us 1300 01 11 70.
3: Is this Sats? But back Thursday. That's not me. That is you. I'm, I'm telling you now, I didn't get involved. But back Thursday. That is <laughs> awful,
1: Sats. <laughs> Jack, is that Sats? Yeah. Mm. Have you
3: got evidence? Uh, yeah. mm. Mate, come on, why are you doing gear when I'm not here? Okay, Jace says, um, evening boys, maybe we keep touchies and along with a flag they carry a wet tea towel. When the ball goes out, they raise their flag. But if a player steps out or stuffs up the sideline, try to touchy flicks them on the, with the wet tea towel, I like it. That's a great idea, Jace.
1: Mm. I like it. They should wear a different uniform to the real referees as well. Because we don't want them looking like a referee. I, re-
3: I reckon they should wear like duck feet. You know, you put your feet in slippers that are shaped like duck feet. <laughs> They're going to run up the sideline with Novelty
1: us. slippers. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Unicorn. Dress them as unicorns because they're more believable than touch judges. Seriously, watch the T Twenty Cricket World Cup on Ko Sports tomorrow night. Australia start their preparations. Um, it's going to be massive. You can catch, by the way, all of the uh, all of the games on Ko. They've got every single every single. When does it start? Ah, uh, the 16th, so Sunday week it kicks off. Of October. Of October. Okay. But all of the preparations start tomorrow. Australia takes on the West Indies in a two-match T20 series to prepare for the World Cup. First game at uh, Metricon on the Goldie. Second mm-hmm. game at the Gabba on Friday night. And then we take on the Palms. We take on the Palms on Sunday in Perth. So this is going to be absolutely massive leading up to the World Cup. Um, Aaron Finch obviously has been uh, been talking to to the media as well. Um, England um, have been doing pretty well, World Cup wise. Australia, I don't know. How do you reckon
3: they're going to go? Who's the rank? What do you think? Who are leading the rankings, the world rankings, when it comes to T Twenty? Do you think? Well, at the the, moment, we're the current world champs. Yeah, we're we're ranked sixth in T Twenty. But hang on, no, we couldn't have. We we won the World Cup. We should be ranked number one as of today. We are ranked sixth.
1: Well, that's not right, Well, it's it? based on the matches what? that you play,
3: obviously. And Australia haven't played, played a lot as many matches as, as others. So India ranked one, England two, Pakistan three, South Africa, New Zealand, Australia. And West Indies are seventh. And Australia playing West Indies in the coming days. I think New Zealand... They're uh, the biggest threat? Yeah. Mm. I, th- I think we'll win it.
1: I really do. Do you really? Yeah, I think we'll win it. Um, I mean, obviously India, the the usual suspects are are pretty big. Um, Yeah, I I think, again, I think New Zealand's the team. Every time there's a World Cup on, New Zealand's the team we've got to watch for. Pakistan, also a very good team as well in T20 cricket. It's going to be fantastic, I mean, We're hosting it all. I mean, how good is that? Mm. Games all over Australia. Yeah. And don't forget, too, you can watch them on KO. Um, England got the deciding win, sixty-seven uh, win by 67 over Pakistan yesterday, ending the series 4-3. Uh, so there's a lot of warm-up games going on at the moment. Tomorrow, South Africa will be looking to avoid a whitewash in their three-match T20 match t 20 series as well. So lots going on. Don't risk mis- missing all your teams' matches of the T20 World Cup on KO Sports. Uh, of course, the AFL trade is on at the moment.
3: We can, should... we, can we quickly just give a, a bit of a um, an explanation of what the trade is really quickly? Sure can. Yep. Trade up to continental ties this trade period. So to the listeners who don't understand what the trade period is, it's a, I think it's a really important period. I, I wouldn't mind seeing it in rugby league. It's contracted players who've still got deals, who've got the opportunity through a, a, about nine days, starting yesterday, um, to trade to another club. And if you trade to another club, the other club might ask for um, draft picks. And now the difference between the trade and the draft, the draft are the young players that are coming into the competition. So, uh, and the trade is currently on. As we said, the trade period started yesterday. And Essendon key defender Aaron Francis, uh, he's formalized a trade request to Sydney. Now, he's struggled the last few years, seven seasons. Yep. He's only played 54 games, but Sydney seem to think they'll get him and all his misfortune has disappeared and they'll get him at the right time. Not a bad
1: club to go to. Sydney have been very good. I mean, well, one no, I had Swan support, but they've been very good at getting those fringe players over the
3: years mm. and turning him into well, champions. Well, it comes it comes down to a really good coach. Oh, we've seen Melbourne do it for years. Yep. Melbourne have taken players who have really struggled at other clubs and... Turn them into premiership winners. Hey, I want to talk to you. But you've Uh, got to have have key players that can – you've got to have marquee players around them as well, yeah. Uh, Coming
1: up uh, soon is Tuesday True or False. If you've got one for us, shoot it through to us on the text 0457 736 736. That's our uh, trade – AFL trade talk. Trade up to Continental Tires, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental Tires today. Um, actually, we've got a text here from Mitch from Robinson. I agree with him on this one. Pakistan, massive Smokies, boys. Yeah, we're ranked third in the world at the moment. And, and they did very well in, in, in Dubai yep. in, the, in last year's World Cup. However, that's been their base for years. Mm. So they were used to those conditions and those pitches. Different, different story in Australia on bouncy wickets. And you look for those nations that handle these conditions very well. And it comes down to Australia and New Zealand for mine interesting to see what others think 0457 736 736 keep your texts coming through for McDonald Jones Homes uh the McDonald Jones birthday sale is on now great to have McDonald Jones Homes on board the big supporters of the show now sats yes I want to throw something uh, I want to talk about the the behavior of the Panthers players and and in the a- aftermath of their grand final victory first yeah. of all this was Fisher Harris
0: we're uh, sons. <laughs>
1: Are you right now? Yes, what what did you make of him saying Parramatta sucks? I mean, I don't have an issue with it. I think it's just a bit of tongue-in-cheek. They're a fierce You know, with the, win-
3: with the winner goes the spoils, of course. And I, I don't mind all the, you know, the, the celebrating when you've got you know, cigars and, and you've got the, the goggles on your eyes like the, the Americans with the NBA not getting champagne in your eyes. Well, I, I don't mind all that. And you're flashing the rings on your fingers. That's, that's all part of winning. And you've got the opportunity to do that and you've got every right to do that as a winner. Um, him saying Parramatta sucks. Well, oh, uh, no, he said, sorry, he said, I got that right. He said, para are our sons. Our sons? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought he said Parramatta sucks.
1: I thought he said that as well, hmm. but I've been corrected by Jack.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, it is what it is. It's, it's all tongue-in-cheek and, you know, you've got excitement, adrenaline, and then you've got alcohol in the system as well. Um, sometimes you wake up a few days later and you go, oh, I wish I didn't say that. Happy Coruscant actually made a bit of a joke about, you know, leaving the club on a, on a high note and he'll probably do the same at Tigers and then laughed you know, just being, I suppose, uh, very facetious. I, I didn't like that, I've got to say, Jace. I didn't like that, the club that he's going to and making fun of a club that's an easy target at the moment. Um, and, you know, I'd be, well, I, I know for a fact there are some, some Tigers players that are um, a little bit disappointed with a comment like that because they're a club that's trying to be better. Mm. Isaiah Papalee himself going to the club and... They get a few more other players. It looks like that uh, David Klemmer has visited the uh, the facilities as well, whether that happens next year or the year after. Not quite sure. So they're doing their best. And I, I didn't like that from Appy. And, again, I, when he sobers up and, and um, he'll probably wish that he didn't say it and had his time over again. But uh, all the other stuff, I think it's 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 you know it's play on, game on. It's, for,
1: yeah, for those who didn't hear the co- uh, Appy Coruscant comments, here they are.
3: Just to go out on a high like that, um, it's pretty incredible. And we'll probably do the same thing at Tiger's. As- Yeah, oh, I didn't
1: like that. Don't bite the hand that feeds you, mate.
3: Yeah, and Craig, yeah, get your story right. He says he said para our sons. Yeah, we just yeah, okay. corrected ourselves yeah. then. But um, I thought he did say para sucks at first. But um, but in saying that, uh, yeah, all of it was okay. I just thought those. Yeah, I just thought that was was pretty poor. Hey, on the tackle,
1: uh, text here from Rich on the McDonald Jones uh, text line. Edwards tackle was very good. Just what you'd expect a good fullback to make. Sats was next level, six all at the time, and had to had Todd Byrne scored. The Roosters might have gone on with it. Sats had to turn and run fifty metres to get him. Just the sort of effort you would expect from a great team man. Is a nice compliment, Sats.
3: Oh, thanks, Rich. But I thought I thought the effort of Dylan Edwards was outstanding as well. You know, I thought because because he just didn't want to concede any points. You know, I know everyone wouldn't want to concede points. I thought it was a. A really great moment um for a guy that like i keep saying he's he's really had to battle to convince people that he's a he's part of the top echelon of, of fullbacks yeah you maybe you know james tedesco or, or tom traboevich but i've got to say if you went to the penrith panthers players and they said you can have traboevich tedesco or dylan edwards they'd have to think really hard about whether they'd yeah, swap him right. and yeah. many would say that they wouldn't so Hey, um, he's a good a, play. Big player it was. He's a good debate thrown up by
1: uh, – who's throwing this up? This is David from Glenmore. Um, who did it better? Dylan Edwards on Simonson or no, Sats on Skinny Burns? That. No,
3: we're doing it. We can't – no, no. No, I'm doing it.
1: Well, I'm not getting part of it. Well, no, I'm in part we shouldn't be. We shouldn't be comparing them. No, we've got to because that that's like NRL 360 is not around anymore, right? So we're bringing out
0: – No. Welcome to NRL 180, dissecting the big talking points from half the angles. <laughs> right? No, we're not
3: doing that. We are. So we're doing it for me. No, because they did it last night, and right. we're not doing it.
1: Well, we should do it, it. I've already said it.
3: No, but we can't do it. It was a it was a great play. It was a tremendous play. And they shouldn't... are we on? Yeah, we are.
1: Uh, can I just finish what David had to say? Oh. David said, "For me, it's sats. That tackle changed the flow and result of the game." I agree. Because, and it's a really good text, David, from Glenmore. Panthers already had the game in the bag and Parramatta were not it coming back. I know, oh, but it was still a good tackle. Yeah. But, but Sats, you've got to pick the moment. And your tackle yeah, but, was outstanding. But we shouldn't compare it. We are. <laughs> because we're fans of footy, mate. You yeah, there, but you're putting me in a position modest. where I don't want to
3: talk about it. No, I'm not asking you to. I'm asking okay. our
1: listeners to talk about it. Mm.
3: This is their show, mate. It's not yours. But it makes me look like an imbecile. Makes Why? Me look... Because I'm part of the show. It makes me look like I'm an up myself. And I'm...
1: So you're trying to say you didn't send an email to Jack today saying this should be our hot topic? <laughs> yeah,
3: I can guarantee you. Hey, fun fact Thursday. No, a, it's a, not Thursday. Jay says Apollo 11 astronauts had to go through customs after returning from the moon. Fun fact <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> That's, that's that's not
1: right. There's that. 0457 736 736. Come on, Australia. Mm. Whose tackle was better, Sats's
3: no. or Dylan Edwards? I'm asking the listeners not to comment.
1: Comment. Uh, send us text now 0457 736 736. We better get to a break. This is sports day. Stray's Most Wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. When we come back, a bit of a, a sports update for you. And still to come. Tuesday true or false, I know we've got one already and we're not going to read it out right now, uh, but send your Tuesday true or false through to us as well, 0457 736
3: 736. That's like saying, okay, come on, listeners, the the uh, the Raiders won the premiership in 1989, 1990, then in 1994, who's a better fullback, Brett Mullins or Gary Belcher? You oh, shouldn't do it. That's easy, Brett no. Mullins. <laughs> no, you can't do it. You we'll can't. do that tomorrow night. I'll write that
1: down. <laughs> you did that on purpose. Your are bashing poor old Badge who's, who does, does everything for this show. It's Fun Fact <laughs> Thursday. Because he's a tiger. There's a man who puts in. I like yourself. All right, yeah, mm. let's
0: go to a break. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day. Sports Day with Sats and Jace. The Kia Sportage. Drive car of the year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia, the Kia EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day. Yes, we're here. Uh, Join
1: Robson Civil Projects, jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. Time for a sports update. Actually, before we get into that, Mm -hmm. a few people getting into who was better tackle. Uh, Was it Edwards or Sats? I'm just telling you, Sats tackle was better. Edwards just did what fullback should do. Sats pulled off a classic locks tackle. Wrong coot would have been proud of. Absolutely correct. Who was a better fullback, Gary Belcher or Mullows? Everyone's voting Mullows. No. no. We're doing that tomorrow night, aren't we? Is no, that, we're not doing that's that That's what you all. wanted
3: to do. Oh, it's what you said, right? I didn't say that at all. Play the Nobody tape, No, what are you going to have friends? Honestly. You just throw people under the bus.
1: Uh, I've got a Tuesday true or false. We'll throw in next segment yep. from Steve. Don't use that now. Uh, Paul, geez, a lot of people weighing in on who who will be in the final and who will win the final of the T20 World Cup. I, I reckon there's a lot of interest around it. I know you don't think there is. No, no, no. Once Bathurst is over this weekend, it's cricket no, season. Now that Rugby League
3: is finished, I'm into it. Okay, so we're yep. we'll we allowed to put the game on in the studio tomorrow or do we have to keep well, I'm, watching, I'm watching this the, grand final? I'm watching the third replay of the grand final today. <laughs> For, Fox Sports 24-hour Rugby League. Yeah.
1: Um I miss the NRL 360 boys. No one to yell at. Mm. But we yell at them, yelling at us. <laughs> it's very interesting. Um, Paul says, "I think the Aussies will play South Africa in the final." Yeah, forget about South Africa. Yep. And again, you're going you to look for those nations that have similar pitches to well, Australia. Well, they can play on all pitches.
3: South Africa. Like, is that a fact? Well, it's a fun fact Thursday. Okay. They can, Grab stack. They
0: Grab stack. can play on all pitches.
3: Actually, text Paul. Um,
1: sports update. Tim Payne make his return uh, for Tassie, mm. which is good. 20 months he's been out of the game for after I think he was unfairly banned from the game when he was the Australian Test Captain.
3: How old is he now? Would he be 34? Oh, He's older than that. isn't he? I
1: think he's about 35,
3: 36. Like, he won't play... He won't play Test cricket again. Well, really. I've got that in my team
1: list. I've got my team list in my what is it? What's today? Fun fact: Tuesday. What is it? <laughs> Tuesday, true or true false? False. Yeah, I was going to throw that at you. I'll, I'll do it now. Then, is it possible <laughs> that he could play for Australia again? Um,
3: no. You don't no. think? No. If he had a two in front of his age, I think so. But no.
1: So if Alex Carey got injured.
0: Mm.
3: You wouldn't throw him in there?
1: No. Probably Matty Wade? Yeah, but he's getting on too. Well, he's the T tw- he's a T20. Tim Payne hasn't yeah. played for 20 months. It's going to take him a while to get timing. Think, but it, m- remember, he, was, he wasn't even keeping for Tassie when he was made the test captain. Yep. I don't know. I just think the stuff that he did for Australian cricket with Justin Langer is incredible.
3: Absolutely. Time and place. It's all about timing. And John, no, no Justin kudos. Langer came along at, no, a, at a perfect time. Yeah. No, I think you did get kudos. I think, the, I think the test documentary on Amazon, I think that really exposed how good of a captain he, he really is. We didn't know a lot about him, actually. So, yeah. Um, someone wants you to knock me out. I'm a dead set A grader, apparently. That's not fair. Three, nine, eight.
1: I agree. Uh, well, you, considering Skinny Burns was in waist-deep water, had thongs on, and had been drinking all day. <laughs> Definitely Dylan Edwards. You know, he forgot on. his boots that day. Mr. So he was barefoot. There's a fun fact Thursday. Apparently he forgot his boots that day. So he was probably running wearing boots too big. <laughs> Clown shoes. <laughs>
2: Thanks
1: for your text, Rooster Muds. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, uh, we need some F1 news because it's massive. It's so stop. exciting. No, F1. we've got to embrace it. It's outstanding. Well, Daniel Ricciardo came fifth. Mm. I reckon someone drove for Daniel Ricciardo. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you don't well, know it's wrong. him because of the helmet, honestly. Anyone could be in there. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You're right.
1: Because how does a guy who finishes 17th every race all of a sudden finish fifth? And n- there was more than five people finishing the race. geez, yeah. well. that was a good race, the Singaporean Grand
3: Prix, uh, under lights. If you go to any Grand Prix, which one would it be? Monaco? Uh,
1: Yeah. What about
3: the new one around Vegas?
1: Oh, that's too many.
3: Mm. I like the one in
1: Texas. I, said, you, know what I did? you know what I did on holidays a bit? Because of night nighttime, you go, get home. Mm. You've had your massage. God, I had some massages. I'm really sorry That's to those disgusting. locals. No, nah, why is that
3: the, mm. why is that It's just the image. The image makes
1: me sick. I like no, I wasn't, I wasn't completely nude. I had my undies on. But there was days I got massage in the morning and at night. Oh, God. It was fantastic. Anyway, we'd come home and I'd watch barbecue uh, docos from Texas. And there's this one joint in Texas, right, that only opens on Saturdays and Sundays, but they cook meat for the whole week. Mm-hmm. Incredible. I don't know how I came. I don't know. I, we got sidetracked. Uh, anyway, Lewis Hamilton's told Mercedes that he wants to
3: hang around for another five years. I thought he was retiring. Lewis Ham- sir Lewis Hamilton. I thought he wanted to Mind retire. You, can you be called a sir before you retire from your sport? Like officially retire from your sport? I don't think you can. Uh, have there been others? I'm not quite sure. Well, what about... Well, Sir Elton John still plays the piano, so I suppose... Yeah, you can't... <laughs> That's not a sport, though. <laughs> well... So, what you're saying is you should be retired. I would think that you'd have to be retired. In sport, not entertainment. Right. Mm. Hey, what about
1: what about the big royal news when I was away? The Queen passing away.
3: That was sad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very sad. Absolutely. Are you on Team Charles? Um, I think he's handled himself really well. I wasn't on I Team too. Charles a while ago um, because I think there's a lot of people out there that are a massive Diana fan. But I think he's handled himself really well. I, I think both before what happened with Harry and Meg, Meghan, I think Harry and Will have really made the Royals, I think, popular again. The, so A while ago now. Oh, but do you think?
1: Have you talked about this with Badge? Because I know he loves his Royals. But do, do you do you think that we should just go to Will and and pass over Charles?
3: Because I didn't think Charles could be the king because he'd divorced. Yeah. But they changed that, didn't they? Or did he get divorced? Well, he got remarried, so he had to. Yeah, but Camilla before
1: before Diana passed away, was he divorced from her?
3: No, no, uh,
1: I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I I'm not sure that. either.
3: Yeah. Maybe so, someone knows, oh, 0457 seven, Why are we three, talking
1: six? rules at because such d- great length? I don't know. Um, Nick Kyrgios um, is looking to have his charge of allegedly salting his former girlfriend dismissed on mental health grounds. That's made the news uh, today. And what about the Pitch Invader? Tried to rip off the goalpost padding during Sunday's grand final. Well, that was a former, former
2: Canberra
3: player. player. Not only just a player, a very good player, Mark McLinden. The two Macs, both he and Andrew McFadden, were outstanding for the Raiders for a number of years. He he was there for about seven seasons, played over 150 first grade games, and a lot of the listeners, if they were watching the game on TV uh, or listening to uh, the NRL Nation call, uh, they may not have seen that there was because the ball was up the northern end. There was a a pitch invader came on, tried to rip the Telstra goalpost pad padding off the advertisement, and then he beat the. Security first time, then the second time they got hold of him. But yeah, but it's Mark McLinden. He had a he had a shirt on that was something about like end gas, coal, and oil, and then he had it on the other side of his shirt, other back, back or front, saying "Save our kids" or something along that. So yeah, five and a half thousand dollar fine, banned from going to any games at uh, a core a core stadium. So um, yeah, it's that's concerning.
1: Yeah. Rightio. uh 60 years of family culture join the Robson civil projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime this is sports day uh, thanks to Kia Sportage's been crowned drive car of the year sit at Kia.com.au when we come back we're going to get into Tuesday true or false on sports day
0: Sports day with Sats and Jace the Kia ev6 and Sportage cars of the year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia, the Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. You're
3: right? Yeah? Great song. Sing it. The a
0: here to
3: so, be did
1: you all link right? arm in arm and sing this in the Change, room? Right? No, this is after the games.
3: After the game on the on the speakers around the field. Around. So the players didn't sing it? No, we didn't sing it. Oh. We'd sing it as you're walking off. A little bit like the the Green Machine one. Went, duh, 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 duh. So you'd yeah, start yeah, to sing yeah, along yeah. with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not, is that the Seekers? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm oh. being serious. It oh, sounds really? like I don't, the Seekers. No, it did sound a little bit like Judith Durham, didn't it? You should get the Shepherd to do a new version. <laughs> oh, what
3: about the entertainment? We didn't talk about that. What do you think of Barnsey? Uh, you I'd, were there. Well, yeah, I mean, he's Barnsley's Barnesy, He's always great. He's entertainment. But I think the you NRL know, just conceded that Robbie Williams was, that was Super Bowl-like. I think they conceded that they were never going to win that halftime entertainment, so they just went something that's tried and tested. For expert car service. Johnny sir. Diesel on the guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah.
1: uh, for expert car service, book into your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. Uh, Tuesday, true or false for you? And a kick off. Um, can I go first? Yep. Should Peter Volandis pick the pre-game entertainment again for the NRL grand final? Rugby league.
3: N- false. You want him to? He should. No, he shouldn't pick it. Should Peter Volandis pick the... That's got Volandis written all over it, though. Do you reckon? Oh. He'd be a, do you reckon he'd be a massive Barnsley oh, fan back in the day? he's
1: got the best of cold chisel on his iPhone.
3: Do you reckon in his day he would have gone and watched cold chisel of Barnsley Absolutely. with a full bottle of vodka in one hand? A dart in the other. Are you talking about Barnesy with that? No,
1: PVL. Oh, absolutely. He's, yeah. a,
3: he's a man's man. Mm. PVL. Yep. So you think he shouldn't? He shouldn't okay. pick the half time entertainment. You've got one for me. A UK woman has found that her home Alexa, Yeah, you know, that is a little yeah, yeah. thing like, you say, Alexa, yep. please play. Close the blinds. Yeah, what's the yep, weather whatever. today? Yeah, yeah, um, It also has, so she found that her Alexa has audio requests. So. She went back and listened to them. She didn't know that they were stored, but you can actually find the the Alexa audio request. So if you say, what's the weather today? That's all recorded. So she found it, a UK woman, and she listened to it and realised another woman was in her apartment with her boyfriend on a date that she was away, mm. and they were requesting a song mm. and the volume to be turned up. Alexa, please turn the volume up to eight. Alexa, please play, whatever. So she heard the woman's voice. Based on that information, true or false, he was cheating. No. False. Well she dropped him. She got rid of him. Because he had a friend over
1: and she was picking song. Well it depends what if it was a bit of Barry White, you'd be nervous. No, it wasn't Barry
3: White. Bit of a hip hop sort of song. Peter Andre. <laughs> so no. you're saying false? False. He's not cheating based on that evidence. Not because
1: some – we've got some uh, listeners with some Tuesday true or false. Mm -hmm. True or false was woogs kicked out of every all-you-can-eat restaurant in Bali, Steve from Dubbo. True. True. You know what? You'll be happy. I did not have one buffet. Are you serious? No.
3: That's a lie. I
1: I didn't. Mm. Didn't have one buffet.
3: Okay, true or false from Mm -hmm. Toronto Rod, um, that he believes the team that scores the try – should kick off to give the other team some ball. Happened in Super League, 97. I like it. So true.
1: I, I love it in the NFL. Yeah, okay. I like it. Yeah. It, it, it gives the team, obviously, behind a chance to make the games a bit closer. hmm Yeah, I, I Sound like it. true. true. Okay. True. Okay. Uh, here's one uh, from Steve from Dubbo. Another outstanding show, Radio Gold. Uh, geez, I'm missing badge already. Are others I true or true, false, Steve?
3: Yeah. True, <laughs> I agree with you. True uh, or false? Does Sats look like Justin Langer? What on from nine oh seven? No, false. I'm not five foot six.
0: You he's look,
3: a goal. He's a black. He's a black belt in Brazilian
1: jiu-jitsu. But if you've got some true or falses for us, send it through to us. Uh, thanks to uh, Repco, your expert car service. Book into your local Repco authorised service centre. Uh, and keep your texts coming through too for the McDonald Jones birthday sale. It is on now. Got to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to wrap up. You've got a last laugh uh, for us as well? Always. And uh, before we go to the break, Bondi Jack says, you are kidding, Sats, about Charles. Lizzie should have anointed William before she passed away mm. to take over. A lot of people are fans of him Hey, William. just a
3: real quick one. The Greenkeeping Rooster, what do you think the 2018-2019 Roosters teams, do they beat the 2021-22 Panthers side? I forgot about them Greenkeeping Roosters. They're oh, amazing. <laughs> <show>. <laughs> you don't think so? Mm. That's not
1: me. That's, not me. I,
3: uh, that's, that's That'd be a good matchup. That'd be a really but good matchup. Let's
1: put it through that Rocky 7 fight simulator. What was that movie? Which one was that? Rocky Balboa, wasn't it? Yeah, that was Rocky versus the. It was against was the world it?
3: champion, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: And they put it through a fight simulator. Yeah. Mason
0: the Lion. Was Mason, it? Mason, yeah. Right,
1: yeah. Sports day for Kia. When we come back, EPL
0: update. Sports day with Sats and Jason. The Kia EV6 and Sportage. Cars of the year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia. The Kia Sportage, Drive Car of the Year. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats.
1: Hey, just before we get into the last uh, blast, some last texts uh, from Sporty Gav. Hey, Woogie, Robbie Williams did so much more in 20 minutes. Jimmy Barnes woke everyone up and then left. <laughs> Robbie Williams, that's
3: the greatest performance I've ever seen. Unbelievable. Like I was saying, it's Super Bowl. It was Super bowl Yeah, Bowl-like. it was, wasn't it? So he's obviously coming out here concert, as that's all part of the package. Yeah, right. Delta Goodrum, I'm oh, a massive Delta Goodrum fan. So am I. She was great. And the pink uniforms I was saying last week, that's in honour of Olivia Newton-John. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, and I love the tribute to Warney, everything. Mm. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was, it was amazing.
1: I mean, but look, I'm not kicking Barnsley, but I mean, Barnsley, Barnsley was good. Barnsley was really good. Yeah, he was. He yep. was. But it, it, wow, Robbie Williams. Don't ask me who the halftime entertainment was in the AFL. I've got no idea.
3: No, there is no halftime entertainment.
2: Yeah, there was, in yeah, the it AFL. was oh, and, uh, yeah, it was Goanna. Oh, how good that They did solid rock and yeah, it was really good.
1: No, it was some, isn't it?
3: No, it was. Everyone's up going to the toll and getting food and drink anyway at halftime. It doesn't matter who you put on. Yeah, I actually don't think
1: I lasted till halftime. Mm. It was so bad. Jack, uh, EPL update for us, mate. What's some bloke kick some goals?
2: Yeah, big story here, gents. Uh, Harland, Erling Harland is uh, absolutely lining up the EPL. He scored Who's another hat trick. Yeah, He's a Norwegian player playing for Manchester City. Is he
3: the big tall dude, long blonde hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Should be on a catwalk or a scene from um, Die Hard?
2: Yeah, scary looking fella. Okay. Scary looking fella. But Scrap. yeah, he scored another hat trick. This is his third hat trick in a row at a home game. It takes his tally up to fourteen goals in the Premier League across the season. Mm. Uh, to put that into perspective, uh, last year the Golden Boot award—perspective uh, It's disgusting. Oh, uh, god! Uh, <laughs> last year Correct the Golden Boot—it right. oh, no. was given uh, to two players that tied on twenty-three goals. Haaland already has fourteen. In how many games? Eight
3: games. How many games to go?
2: Thirty. He's oh, got wow. thirty games left uh, to get there. To get uh, to twenty-four to break that. Yeah, well, t- what's t- the t-
3: most t- amount of game uh, goals in a season? Thirty-four. Okay.
2: Yeah, uh, and there was also when you talk about hat tricks. I mean, just getting a hat trick is impressive enough. He's now got three in these eight games. Uh, Michael Owen had been the quickest player to score them. Mm. Uh, it took him forty-eight games. Oh wow! Okay. So he's absolutely dominating okay. this Okay, go back here, box now. Okay. Thank you. Off you go. Thanks, Zach. That That's the danger. That was really good. And what about the Adelaide
3: 36ers beating the Phoenix Suns? 134, 124. And they had four of their their better
0: players as well. Yeah, awesome stuff. On Sports Day, it's time for The Last Laugh with Scott Sattler. (laughs) He says, I can't believe I just wandered in. He's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is your A friend of mine's son
3: came to me and said, I need some advice about this new girl I'm seeing. He said, said, tell me something about it. He said, well, she came home the other day in a white suit. She was covered in bee stings and smelling like honey. I said, well... She's a keeper.
2: <laughs>
3: I like it.
1: Yeah, that is good. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night at Sports Day. Maddie Rogers joining us for the next couple of nights. Looking forward to that. See you later, Saturday. See ya.
0: Bye. Goodbye.